Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Nehemiah was a Jew who lived during his youth in Babylon as a cupbearer in the king's court, subsequent to the entire Israelite nation having been conquered and led captive into Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar. There had been an effort to rebuild the temple and city of Jerusalem. Those who undertook the task found both in a deplorable condition. But let's let him speak. Hanani came, he and certain men of Judah, and they asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped and concerning Jerusalem. And they said, The remnant that are left of the captivity there are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. And when I heard these words, that I sat down and wept and mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Ninety years had passed since the returning exiles had arrived at Jerusalem. They had met many difficulties which had marred their progress and cooled their enthusiasm. The temple indeed was rebuilt, but Jerusalem lay in ruins, and its walls remained as they had been left by Nebuchadnezzar's siege some century and a half before. A little party of pious pilgrims had gone from Persia to the city and had come back to Shushan with a sad story of weakness and despondency, affliction and hostility. One of the travelers was Nehemiah's brother. Although he lived in a palace surrounded with luxury, his heart was with his brethren, and the ruins of Jerusalem were dearer to him than the pomp of the king's palace. The scripture tells us how the young cupbearer was affected by the tidings. Now he wept and prayed before God. The accurate dates given in this book show that this period of brooding contemplation of the miseries of his brethren lasted for four months. Then he took a great resolution, set before himself brilliant prospects, identified himself with the afflicted colony, and asked for leave to go and share, and if it might be, to redress the sorrows which had had so deep an impact upon his heart. This vivid description of the emotions excited in Nehemiah by his countrymen's sorrows, which influenced his whole future, contains some very plain lessons for us Christian people. They're becoming more urgent every day because of the drift of public opinion and the great prominence which is being given so-called social questions. Nehemiah could have made a great army, great many, rather very good excuses for treating lightly the tidings that his brother bought him. He might have said, Jerusalem is a long way off. I have my work to do. It's not my business to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. I am the king's cupbearer. They went there with their eyes open. People who knew when they were well off and stayed where they were were a great deal wiser. These were not his excuses. He let the tidings fill his heart and burn there. No doubt he had heard of the desolation of his native home before. But there's a great difference between hearing vague general reports and sitting and hearing your own brother tell you what he had seen with his own eyes. So the impression which had existed before was all inoperative until it was kindled by the attention to the facts which all the time had been evident. Seems to me we are facing similar desolation in our American nation today. Christianity is far more broadly under attack than at any time since this nation has been in existence. The underlying spirit of what the Christian faith upholds is practically lost to the great majority of our young generation. Our Bible-based beliefs are derided in academia, challenged to the Supreme Court, lampooned, detested, and scorned in the media. We're in the process of losing freedom of religion. Professing Christians should long ago have rallied in mass against the immorality and filthiness of this generation. It causes us to look around 
Will it, will it burn in our hearts as old Nehemiah had and ask Nehemiah, where are you today when we need you? If we fail to address the wickedness seeking to engulf our nation now, we stand to lose in losing the hope of salvation that was so freely brought to us from Europe's shores, what Abraham Lincoln called the last best hope of mankind. God help our generation to fill the moral and spiritual responsibility he wants us to, to our fellow countrymen and our God. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.